Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will be your guide for the next two hours of the program. Hey, before we get started here, let me go around the room and introduce my fellow patriots to you today. On my right, my right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Yeah, good to be back. Good to have you here, sir. Good to have you here. Let me bring uh, let me bring Mr. Maxwell in here real quick because we've got to get a couple of quick things to jump into here before we get too deep into the program. But on my left, guarding the door, legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Let me remind everyone out there, you can catch us live on the Internet, 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays. You could do it right now. If you're a, if you're out there in the lightning and the thunderstorms or wherever you are, if you're in a snowstorm up north and the desert uh, sandstorm out west and you want to watch on the Internet because the airwaves and the FMs and the AMs are getting all obscured, go over to armsroomradio.com. You can check us out right there and listen live. and Or, you know, you can listen uh, on your radio station now, later, later, when you're listening to us later, or you can listen to us now on the Internet. So. Uh, so check us out. Uh, it was it was an adventure getting in here today. I just want to say that because the guys are looking at me. 
There was. I thought you were uh, going to start out with it was a dark and stormy night. No, 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 no. It was dark a dark and stormy, and stormy day. day. Exactly oh, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you've ever had the, Jinx. yeah, the uh, the the fortunes to be in an afternoon thundercell in the in the southeast in Florida specifically, they are. Let's just say if there was somebody from out of state, there's a statutory that protocol them, that says slam on your brakes as soon as you see the lightning. Yeah. If, if you're from out of state, you've been in all sorts of rainstorms and thunderstorms, and then you come to Florida and you get in the first one down here, you you think it's the end of the world. It's just look, it's it's coming back. Here come the floods. It's the most intense you'll get. Now I've been through several hurricanes, as is everybody here in the room, and I'm sure plenty of people listening. The the rain that comes down, the thunderstorms that happen during the hurricanes are nothing compared to what you get in an afternoon thunder boomer. You know, you got these cells, 60, 80,000 feet, you know, bringing, bringing hail and lightning and, and, and it's, and it's horrendous. It literally turned dark and that, you know, that people didn't know what to do. Then they start putting their flashers on, you know, and at least down here in, in the oh, Southeast Georgia drivers, Yeah, huh? at least down here in the Southeast I of Florida, hate that. you're not allowed to have your flashers on because it, uh, the, unless there's actual brimstone falling yeah, from the yeah. sky, yeah. no <laughs> flashers are allowed. Yeah. The, the, the lights, and here's the theory behind it, you know, and it comes from aviation also. That's why when you, when your pilot enters a cloud, he doesn't, he turns off the strobes because it, it's blinds and disorients. And that's the same thing in the rain. When the rain gets so heavy and people put their flashers on, those lights blind and disorient through the water. You know what else blinds and disorients? When they pull over and choke themselves. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Well, it's one thing if they have uh, yellow flashers. You can tell, okay, those are flashers. Yeah. But for a vast majority of vehicles, the new vehicles you, yeah. you can't tell, is it flashers yeah. or is it brake lights? There's that guy doing the, on the brake off the brake, on the brake exactly. off the brake, on the brake exactly. off the brake. Yeah, yeah. And if there's an 80,000 pound tractor trailer driver behind right. you that right. can't tell yeah. what the difference is. Then he's allowed to run, run you over <laughs> yeah. and there's um, no penalty whatsoever. Yeah. I, I think there should be. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, th- th- there was this, there was lightning and there's construction on the interstate, you know, where the, intersec- uh, the intersection of the interstate and the interstate are where we come through. And there's a bunch of cranes there. Well, the lightning was just tapping them cranes like it was, uh, it, was it was playing music. Mm, and every time it hit one, everybody stopped. Just, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ooh, look lightning. at the pretty colors. In addition to being the thunderstorm capital of the world, it's the lightning storm or the lightning uh, strike capital of the world. So we, I got to deal with that. It took uh, two, two and a half times the normal time to get here today. But you guys did a wonderful job prepping things. Everything are good to go, ready to go here in the studio. So I, I appreciate that. I, I was able to walk in with about five minutes worth of prep time, pull my headset out, sit down, and jump behind the microphone and, and do this thing. Don't think that's going to be a trend either. Yeah, don't get used to it. Oh, you guys <laughs> doing the prep work? All right, yeah, I got you, got you. All right, I'll just uh, you know, have, to, I'll have I, some pizza I, waiting or something I, like that. I have had someone comment recently to me that that being on the show and, and listening to the three of us makes me sound very smart. <laughs> and, and hey, point, wait a second. I see I, where this is going. I, I pointed out that that's sort of like being the one-eyed man in the land of the blind. Your vision is so what? good. You want to know which one of us is the smartest? It's Earl. Because you know how you can tell the smart guy in the room? He's the one that keeps his mouth shut most of the time. <laughs> Earl's like, yep. Nope. Everybody keeps yelling at me. Man, you keep hogging all the mic time. What's going on? <laughs> uh well, again, uh, thank you, uh, gentlemen, for jumping in and uh, letting the show continue on schedule. Uh, uh, Kevin, uh, you know, we always right about here. We always jump into it. Uh, anything, anything new? Anything exciting in the in the world of law this week? With the, with the last couple of minutes we got left, to see no, if you want to. No, but, but I, I do want to. I, I do want to say thank you to to the to the members of the bar that have accommodated my recent scheduling difficulties. 
I, I, I just want them to know officially that I do appreciate that. And and to the courts that I've had to uh, to beg out of certain hearings because of, of personal matters in my home and, and, and health with my family. And I thank them all very much for their patience with me for that. Yeah, I know it's been uh, trying times and, uh, you know, anything that any of us can do, you just... Uh... Just let us know. I so. need I need a I need a pair of kidneys and a liver. <laughs> it's a, if anybody's got a pair of kidneys and a liver, they're not using. What um, I just need to know blood type and a size. A positive. A positive. All right. Okay. Yeah, Adult. Well, let's talk after the break. Let's talk during the break. I don't want you walking around going. Can I see your donor card? <laughs> Whack in the head. Okay. Let's do a break. tissue cross match. Listen, I know a guy. I'm just gonna say <laughs> I know a guy. That's all. You know, we we all know a guy. I know a guy. At Hey, we've got uh, something new else we've tried here on the program with uh, you, and if you were were fortunate enough to see it with with all of you. Oh, yo, the royal you, not the use guys. Use guys. He was looking at me when he said that, I thought, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I was looking at you. I didn't know if you were done. I didn't know if you were going to drone on about something else. I didn't know what what was going on. I didn't know. (laughs) If you were going to thank me for thanking you, I didn't know how far we were going with it, you know? So. How do you think that microphone's going to taste? It, uh. I know it smells, <laughs> and I would I would imagine it's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, uh, we've started a video. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because the fire marshal was in here a few minutes ago. We do know about the video. <laughs> we started we started we started a video. Yeah. Started the fire marshal came in and went. We're gonna uh, need a bigger studio. <laughs> yeah, because there's not room enough in here for Earl I and your ego. <laughs> this was something that uh, I was discussing with the marketing people today. Although I have not filled the boys in the room in on it. The uh, the next two will be with you two. <laughs> no, they won't either. Yeah. No, no, I have the face for radio. <laughs> and we know it. Yeah, well, you could do it from behind. That's all right. <laughs> <We could laughs> behind Earl? Yeah. yeah. You could hold up one of them Cause, uh, cause William so Kennedy little, blue dots. I'm William so Kennedy little, Smith blue dots. I won't even be able to be yeah. noticed behind him. <laughs> Fred will obscure me completely. <laughs> hold up a little happy face in front of you or something like that. Oh, yeah, like the, like the medicine Those, commercials, yeah. yeah. Uh, great program for you. We've got uh, Mr. Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition joining us later in the program. We have, uh, of course, Major Bill will be joining us. And uh, we've got uh, some great updates. We've got uh, California. We've got Oregon. We've got uh, Milwaukee. We're going to talk to you about the police chief in Milwaukee because this guy's lost his uh, his, his brains. He's, 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 uh, he's out the window. But you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. 
Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 Thinking years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and this is the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com, and get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110, which looks like the Glock. 
the 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, and they have the new compact pocket pistol. Don't have time to get your reps in? Well, this is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Uh, gentlemen, we uh, we alluded to talking about the Milwaukee police chief, and I want to clarify this is the Milwaukee police chief, not sheriff of Milwaukee County there, the, the county surrounding Milwaukee. That's that's David Clark. Obviously, we know him as a incredible Second Amendment and, and, and constitutional supporter. But uh, this this gentleman, I'm you know where's where's my pen here? Hold on, I get my pen there, and I'm going to put him putting him on the list. He's going on the list right now. Police Chief Ed Flynn. We've talked about him before, and then he has uh, decided to reissue his stupidness. Decided to put it right there on the back of the, uh, excuse me, the front of the front of the burner. Yeah, he's going he's to take it off the back and put it right up here on front. Police Chief Ed Flynn believes that the state's concealed carry law is contributing to the city's violence. Hey, Kevin, I'm just going to leave that sentence right there and ask your opinion of Police Chief Ed Flynn believes that the state's concealed carry law is contributing to the city's violence. If he could show me the number of crimes committed by licensed carriers, I would be able to evaluate the accuracy of his suggestion. However, given the historical behaviors of licensed concealed carry holders, I would probably offer the opinion that he's probably full of pooey. Pooey. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, this I, is. I, I, I could also use the word balderdash. Balderdash. Yeah. Yeah, that's in Colorado though. Holcomb. Oh, oh yeah. And I don't usually use that word. No, no, no. He's a great singer, Dwight Hokum. The chief police, uh, Ed Flynn. There. He he said, like I said, he said some of this this nonsense before. He kind of faded away. Uh, you know, luckily he's got uh, a very strong strong uh, proponent of the Constitution right there next to him, who who usually uh, takes care of hearing these these issues. And is is he the Barney Fife to the? You see the Barney Fife to the uh, Andy Griffith sheriff? Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, pretty yes. much. The his things that he, he said before are just they just they, he wants to take guns out of the, the hands of the, the citizens. He thinks that, and again, this is the same thing that we hear, we we see all the time that guns are the problem. We have to stop guns. We don't need to stop people. He wants to stop guns. He believes that the guns are the problem, not that the people with the guns are the problem. I not want... that the lawfully trained people, the people that have registered, uh, that are people that have gotten their concealed permits, they're not the problem. The criminals are not even the problem. You know, the guns are the problem. It strikes me as interesting that a law enforcement officer would perceive that the firearms are causing the issue unless he's not getting his cut of the criminal activities that are being stopped by the armed citizens. Uh Oh, I I hear what you're saying. A little uh, uh, untouchable style there. No, it's a little peculiar that he would take the position that, you know, because most law enforcement officers that have a perception of the fact that an armed citizenry usually helps prevent crime. Yeah, and listen, Uh, his argument that uh, concealed carry permit, permit holders are contributing to the violence, this is the same argument we heard originally in 1986 when legislatures, in fact, it was in Florida. Florida was one of the first to bring about license concealed carry rather than just, uh, you know, carry under the Constitution. And the every argument, and let me see, I, I'm sure Kevin's got it. I'm going to just hand it off to him and see if he can, no, I'm no, going to no. throw him the meatball. Go, go ahead. The, no, no. The, they all said, if we, if we allow people to carry guns, we're going to end up with... The wild, wild west. Wild, wild west. So, by the way, that almost never happened. There, there wasn't, you know... Yeah, the wild wild Cr- west. Criminals was, was, shot yeah, right. each other in the wild wild west. Right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was not a lot of shooting of 
the, the innocence. The, yeah. the, the gunfight in the street, that really only happened one time that anybody can really account for. Usually, if somebody was going to shoot you, they did it without you seeing them. Right, <laughs> right. And they knew who you were, and there was a reason why they were shooting you. Yeah, this uh, this chief has gone on to say that he agrees that law-abiding citizens should be allowed to carry a concealed firearm, but because of a state statute, criminals are able to legally obtain guns. Uh, sure, would you like to jump in there again? I, I, <laughs> I guess that that's a very interesting state statute that basically says uh, felons go to the first of the list. No, I don't, <laughs> no, no. We don't have a felon with a firearm. You can actually be charged for not having a firearm if you're a felon. I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, and I the, don't think he does either. The statute defines a career criminal as someone who's been convicted of three misdemeanors or one felony within five years. In Milwaukee, this is again, this is according to the chief there. In Milwaukee, the overwhelming majority of our arrested felons plead guilty to misdemeanors and get a plea bargain. The problem is when they passed the law in Wisconsin, they only said convicted felons can't qualify for a gun permit. Okay, so he has people that are going through the legal system, people that were maybe charged and or arrested with a felony, and then... Just as is their right, or you know, based on the overcrowding of the system, or you know, Kevin, however, however you would word it, they end up with a misdemeanor plea. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they are at that point? They're not, not a felon. They're not a felon. Yeah, but they were arrested for felonies. Yeah, but they weren't convicted of a felony. So here's an idea: go to your state attorney and tell your state attorney that you're not going to allow them. Right? You, if they don't continue to charge as a felon, you won't testify. And you're not going to arrest anybody else for that crime unless the state attorney's office agrees to tr- to prosecute them for the crime for which you arrested them. And then we'll have a little argument between the powers of separation and see what happens to you. Do you know what's going to happen to you? You're going to get thrown out of office because the, the state attorneys decide, the prosecutors decide what charges they will bring formally. All you did was arrest them for something. And I'll tell you something. And, you know, God bless law enforcement, all right? But I believe the phrase is referred to as overcharging. And and it happens fairly regularly. Right. Where a, a an officer will stack on everything they can possibly get against a person that they think is a bad guy. Uh, and then they'll let the state attorney's office work that down to what is a is a satisfactory penalty. Yeah, and you have to. Otherwise, I mean, if you, if you, what you charged and arrested everybody for straight out, and if the court had to prosecute and the attorneys had to defend every charge, you, the system would get choked to death. Oh, absolutely. You know, you listen. You, right now, you've got to, you know, if the if the accused comes in and says, "I want my 180 days. I want I want speedy trial. I want done." You'd have to have 5,000 you know prosecutors. You know, and, and 100,000 people just sitting around in the jury pool to try and make that happen. It just wouldn't work. Yes, don't say that out too loud, because if all the felons figured that out at one time, <laughs> they'd choke the system to death. That's uh, like telling taxpayers, you know, if we all stopped at the same time, the government would collapse in about, I don't know, four months. Yeah, well, sure, it's the whole, uh, if we all don't buy gas tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. The right, problem sure. is you can't get everybody, you know, it's right. like yeah, trying exactly. to get a team together. Uh, Chief Flynn said, this law in Wisconsin has led to career criminals guarding drug dealers, which can be, which he calls human holsters. Now, again, the the, the excuse me, the Wisconsin law says if you have a conviction on three misdemeanors, you're a career criminal. So the chief is saying career criminals can still stare, carry guns. 
they can't if they've been prosecuted as a career criminal because I my perception is that they've got some mechanism to disqualify them. If there's not a disqualification mechanism for somebody that's been deemed by that system as a career criminal, then shame on them. They need to go he needs to go talk to the legislature and say we need to change the rules that says three misdemeanor convictions and they have to be for the same kind of crime. If you get a misdemeanor for reckless driving and you got a misdemeanor for um you know illegal fishing and then you got a misdemeanor for putting your garbage cans in the middle of the street. You know, they don't have anything to do with each other. You can get a criminal mischief misdemeanor and you can get a, you know, they can be any kinds of misdemeanors. There's a gambit of misdemeanors. Well, three misdemeanors that are not about the same thing don't make you a felon. The uh, Milwaukee Police Association president said that the police union disagrees with the chief. He says, I've never had a, a conversation with your chief relative to you displaying that we are arresting an overwhelming amount of people or even one person who's committed a crime while carrying a concealed weapons permit. Yeah, so... He he doesn't have any concealed carry permit holders that have committed a crime. So, Chief, your argument is moot. You know, it's 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 invalid. So, so uh, sounds like it's not even really it's not even really based in reality. Maybe he's hoping for a book deal. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) probably so, probably so. So, Chief Flynn, you're at the top of the list. We're putting you up there for right now. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the Arms Room. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accept Accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag visit guntecusa.com whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done make your tactical rifle tactical insist on guntech usa parts guntech usa a proud supporter of the second amendment the national rifle association and the wounded warrior project online at guntecusa.com guntech usa defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Radio. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We are coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the GunTech USA segment of the program. I talk to the people at GunTech every week, uh, probably a couple of times a week, just to just to keep keep uh, touch with them, uh, keep uh, keep uh, what's going on, what's going on, who's the, who's in play, and and how everything's going out there. And they are they are pumping out some uh, some fine product. And check them out. They've got an, if you've got an AR-10, or if you've got one of the larger platform rifles, even now that with the they have the AK materials, they have the uh, Sega, I believe, materials. Check them out. It's GunTechUSA.com, G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. You can see everything they have, and they can direct you to the dealers that sell all their product, uh, including TacticalTransition.com. At TacticalTransition.com, you know you can you can order that stuff right online direct from them now. So so check out GunTechUSA.com. They are they are the goods. Last week we talked to you about President Trump. Finally, being fed up with the, eh, the 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 butcher's bill, the death count there in in uh, Chicago. He sent in ATF agents to help with some of the gun investigations, and now he's decided to send in federal troops. Yeah, well, yeah I I could only hope. No, it's, it's, okay. he's sending in. That's what he says. The uh, he's sending federal troops to Chicago. This this is Chicago. This is what what's going on. And and Mayor Rahm Emanuel, again, the former Bill Clinton, excuse me, uh, Bill Clinton. The former uh, Obama chief of staff for the uh, for the first term, he said last week, "Oh, thanks for the 20 agents, but you know we're we're good. Yeah, if you want to help set up a crime <laughs> lab, you know we're good. We're good. We got this. Because clearly they got this. Because again, Rahm Emanuel he believes that uh, as all other uh, Democrats in the liberals in the Chicago area that the gun problem is because guns come from other places outside of Chicago. So again, once again, we go back to." We've got these wandering guns. They just walk in, and then they jump into the hands of criminals, and they start shooting never while said, the criminals are holding them. Never said He never said criminals were firing the guns. He just said the guns were doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, the guns were doing yeah. it. Uh, President Trump said, no, I'm sorry, more than 100 wounded and 14 killed in Chicago over the July 4th weekend. You know okay, what? Okay, wait. Yeah, go ahead. Go okay. ahead, sir. Go ahead. Officer Jose Estrada. Yeah, I saw Speaking that. for the police said, that's not fair. Five days isn't a weekend. <laughs> exactly. That's their defense. Their defense was, hey, what? come on. It was a five-day weekend. It was, it's not, that's not regular. That's not a real weekend. It's a lot longer than that. And I will not. I will neither confirm nor deny the number of people who were shot. I, I, I almost felt like I was back before a Senate subcommittee going, I have no recollections of those events, Senator. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I know where Arlie North learned that. He was listening to me. President Trump says he's sending federal troops to Chicago to address the gun violence. More than 100 people were shot in Chicago over the long Independence Day weekend, which the police protest was not an actual weekend because it was five days. Uh, as a deadly wave of violence once again rocked the massive city besieged by unrelenting gun crime. At least 14 of the gun shop victims have died, police said. I actually have an update for that that says it's, fi- it's up to 15 have died now. Uh, you heard Kevin say it. The police said 
Come on, man. It was a five-day weekend. That doesn't count. You know, it, it's the same kind of logic that says, no, no, no. He wasn't shot. He was hit by a ricochet. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't count. That, what is wrong with them? Here's an idea. Arm your citizenry and watch that drop off. Yeah, yeah. Just watch it drop off. It's oh. not going to be the same problem. Officer Estrada said the department logged 71 shooting incidents between 6 p.m. Friday and 6 a.m. Wednesday. He said an official count of the wounded wouldn't be available for days. Most of the violence took place in a six-hour period, Monday night and early Tuesday morning, predominantly on the south and west sides okay. of the city. Okay, that's a busy night. Sure. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's hopefully that's not my zone. Hopefully I'm not out there by myself answering <laughs> them calls. That's an ER going, I quit. I'm done. Yep. I'm, I'm moving to, like, Dubuque. Yeah. I said it right that time, didn't I? I <laughs> uh, remember last year, Chicago had over 4,000 shooting incidents and 762 murders, uh, predominantly in black and Latino neighborhoods on the city's west and south sides, where, again, they just occurred this past weekend. Those are uh, gang-related feuds, drug, war- drug wars, and, and the like in that area. Trump administration announced Friday it was dispatching an additional 20 ATF agents to the city to stem gun violence that has left more than... 1,000 dead over the past 18 months. Justice Department in the city also announced the formation of the Joint Strike Force of federal and local law enforcement officials to ramp up prosecution of gun-related crimes. Trump administration will not let the bloodshed go on. We cannot accept those levels of violence anymore. This is from Attorney General Jeff Sessions. This past weekend's grim tally comes weeks after the Memorial Day weekend, historically one of the most violent times of the year for the city and experienced a relatively low number of shootings. Remember, the city was touting that, that, oh, look, we've got this under control. Mm, they just had a little fluke weekend. I guess they were waiting for the five-day, you know, non-weekend weekend. Uh, five people were killed and 44 wounded in shootings over the Memorial Day weekend, an improvement over last year's of seven killed and 61 injured. Uh, Tribune said the last time the Independence Day holiday weekend spanned four days was in 2013, when July 4th fell on a Thursday and many people took Friday off from work. At least 74 people were shot during that period, 12 of them which died. Now, I I, I did a little more, you know, uh, research on this one. I wanted I wanted to to talk about with Chicago. This is this is what you hear from inside this the city of of Chicago. First off, again, they blame the extra long holiday weekend, like like we should prorate it somehow. Oh, it's five days with a hundred shot. So we should just say it's four and 80, you know, let's just prorate the weekend is, is really what, what I'm, what I'm hearing from them that to give you a sense of the enormity of that number, the amount of passengers that can fill most regional airlines are this thousand people, <laughs> or excuse me, hundred people, hundred people on these commuter planes that go back and forth, New York, Atlanta, you know, up to DC and uh, Chicago. That's the normal amount of people. So you're talking about everybody on an airplane. It's that kind of size, 100 people. This is where the city wanted to talk about. This is They didn't want to talk about the reasons that the violence was occurring. They wanted it's to talk about really how big that, 100 was. It's not really that many. Yeah, yeah. We could put all of them in one plane. It's not that big of a deal. We could put them all in you, one plane. You know what? If I could put 10,000 people in one plane if I reduce them to a digital format. What, are these, what is he talking about? He's, it's rationalizations. Make it stop. Do something about it. Legitimately do something about it. You don't need a strike force. You need a strike package. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, this is the part I wanted to talk to you about. Before the holiday weekend, the Chicago Police Department announced they are changing the way they fight 
gun violence. Changing the way they fight gun violence. They're going to use bongs. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, they're forming a new task force with federal and state agencies to stem the flow of illegal guns and are trying to curtail the violence. Okay, first off, the president is the one who said, I'm sending people and we're, we're doing a task force. You could join us or we'll do it ourselves. So the Chicago Police Department finally decides, oh, well, they're sending the feds. We should probably have a task force. But again, they're looking to stem the flow of illegal guns. Okay, well, illegal guns. Well, that's the problem is it's, it's illegal guns, right? Not the Ill- people that are illegally using them. Well, the, this, the can guns. It, can the a gun guns be are, illegal? The guns are doing it. Can, can a gun be illegal? No, the person's illegal. Okay, all right. Uh, why Illinois may be the most messed up state in the U.S. is that they, bl- again, blame illegal guns. Illegal guns are coming from everywhere. The focus is on tracking guns and where they originate. Here's the problem. We have a DUI problem, Kevin. We are going to go focus on illegal cars. These cars are out there. With people driving them intoxicated, these cars are clearly at fault. We need to stop these illegal cars from coming from other jurisdictions and causing DUI accidents and death. That's what they're saying. I think it's absolutely absolutely correct. I think we need to put some kind of a regulator on the vehicle that keeps it from being able to be driven by anybody who's not illegal. This is uh, it'll be this, easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be easy. It'll work fine. He won't go get another car. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't. But listen, he can't drive anymore. He doesn't have a license. Oh well, that'll stop him. He doesn't have a license. Yeah. Just like you know, he doesn't have a permit for that firearm, so he can't and, and use it. And he's a convicted felon, so he's not allowed to have a firearm. These guns, these illegal guns, are doing these crimes. This is just how ridiculous the city of Chicago is with how they deal with firearms. You want to deal with firearms? You want to deal with a people's crime? This is what this is. It's not a property crime. The property did not commit this crime. <laughs> the person did. This is a person. This is a violent crime that a person committed. Deal with the people. Deal with the root of the problem. Deal with how the people get it. And you know one way, I'm sorry, you know the best way to keep people from shooting other people? Keeping bad guys from shooting good guys? Have the good guys prepared to shoot back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing will make you stop shooting at somebody like, or even not, or decide not to shoot a guy if you go, I think that guy's got a gun. I'm not shooting that guy. He might be able to shoot back. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. we got more program after the break. We'll see you then. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, 
CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, August coming up. August is a, uh, is a pretty busy month coming up. In fact, the first thing that we're going to be doing in August is the, well, we should be. We should be. We're still working on it. Still working on the details, trying to make sure we can get there. We've got some uh, scheduling we're trying to work out. But if we're not there, you should be there at the Georgia Carry Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. That's the Georgia Carry Convention. It's Friday, August 4th, and Saturday, August 5th. I think Friday evening is more of the get-together, the social mm-hmm. hour. And then, uh, you At know, least it was last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah plenty, there it is. Plenty of social and plenty of social and going on there. Uh, in, in fact, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that for a moment after I finish the, uh, the, the little uh, promo here. It's, at, uh, it's in Atlanta, Renaissance Atlanta Waverly Hotel. You can check them out. Go to georgiacarry.org, georgiacarry.org. There's a little tab there for their Georgia Carry Convention. Uh, Georgia Carry is... Georgia's no compromise voice for gun owners. Uh, GCO believes that citizens of Georgia and the United States have the right to own and carry the firearm of their choice for any reason other than to commit a crime. Hey, uh, if you don't if you, if you don't live in Georgia, you're not uh, you're not from Georgia. It still bears watching what they do. We we talk to you anytime we have a story from anywhere in the country. You should be paying attention to it because you could see how other jurisdictions, other areas are responding to certain laws, resp- responding to certain uh, you know problems with firearm regulation. Georgia Carry is at the I mean they're at the cutting edge there. You know they you know there's them Virginia, uh, you know Arizona. 
you know, just just some some top notch people. Our, our friend uh, Alex Rubian up there in New Jersey with the Second Amendment Society. These these there's certain groups out there that are just like wow, look at what they're doing. Arizona Citizens Defense League. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's they're they're great. And Georgia and Jerry Henry and his people up there at, at Georgia Carey. I would say I think last time we talked to Jerry Henry, he said yeah, he, he considers them have about the third best gun laws in the country. I think he's I think he's probably better than that. I think he's yeah, just, I but, but maybe just by like two though, you know, not, <laughs> not, you know, just, just, just a little bit better, but yeah. So check them out. It's great. You can come see them and listen, I'm a member of Georgia carry. I'm a member of, of several different States organizations because everything we do, you know, helps them. You know, we try to put forth positive, responsible second amendment, you know, gun rights and ownership. And the way you do that is through all these grassroots states level organizations. You know, they're, they're all great, and they all work with Second Amendment Foundation. I'm a life member of Arizona Citizens Defense League, and I think I'm a life member of the Georgia Carey. Georgia, yeah, yeah, great people. So looking forward to seeing them. It's just it's just a month away, so we're we hope to hope to see them out there also. Uh, Kevin, uh, you and I were we had we, we, where did my notes go? We were talking about uh, well, the fact that Al Capone and Machine Gun yeah. Kelly would never have let <laughs> yeah, what, what's get going like on this in Chicago. He's you know it would just not have happened. It's, it's, happened. it's going on in Chicago, and you're right. Al Capone would have would have said, "Listen, if the police aren't going to, you know, stop regulate this. gun crime, I will." You know, yeah, <laughs> that, that's hence the name organized yeah, they, crime. Well, you know what? It that there's a there's a logic that you know it's business, mm-hmm. and you don't want to interrupt business. Uh, this is not good for business. Nope. Nobody wants to take and move their business to Chicago right now. No, because right? you get hazard pay. Yeah. It, do I get a combat premium for moving to Chicago to work yeah. for that insurance yeah. company? I don't know. It's, you know, who wants to go? You know what? Let's let's get a, re- a show of hands of who wants to go raise their family in Chicago. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm-mm. No, no, absolutely nope. not. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's it is a war zone. It is a war zone. It there is. is what it, it is. is. I mean, there are people from like Fallujah that go and I I love Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great place to live yeah, compared yeah. to where I came from. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, unless it's a holiday weekend, then they're going no, back. Then, there. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going back to Fallujah. It's quiet there. Yeah, yeah. Those, those four or five five day holiday weekends, I'll catch up to you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, but you know, now that you know, you can take holiday and <laughs> oh, go, man. you know, go to Canada for like the Fourth of July. True, not that far off. Not that far off. Uh, gentlemen, you're familiar with the Civilian Marksmanship Program. I am. I know we've talked about this here it's on the, the program. CMP. Everybody, mm-hmm. uh, everybody here is familiar with it. And we there was some there was some holdup with some firearms last year, if you recall. It was under a, it was it was under a different administration, yeah, if, you, if yeah, you recall. Yeah. It was under a different administration, and anything to do with firearms was you know basically a uh, you know uh, blocked, stifled, uh, uh-huh. stymied. Don't uh, want to talk uh, about it. Yeah, exactly right. We're not gonna. We're gonna but I've got a pen and a phone. I'm gonna make my own laws. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Uh, there was language added to the defense bill, defense spending bill, to speed up the 1911 45 caliber pistol transfers to the civilian membership, excuse me, civilian marksmanship program. Measures designed to speed up the now two-year saga of transferring a stockpile of surplus 1911s from the Anderson Army Depot to the civilian marksmanship program. I can't tell you the things I've seen in the Anderson Army Depot. <laughs> well, you know, he, you know, folks, it means he can't. He just doesn't remember. It's, no, I, it, was, it was that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I have been to that place more times than you have years in your life. Yeah. That's That was my stomping grounds. I understand. That was, uh, well, you're they, from... Uh, uh, um, <laughs> you're going to say it. Go ahead. I was all right. You're yeah, from quick, Greenbow, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me and Forrest Gump. That's right. That's right. 
Yeah. I'm from Lickskillet, Alabama. Lick Skillet, Thank you right, very right, much. Right. Yeah, I got that. It's right near No Shoe, I think, Alabama. It's right down the street from it. Pretty sure. <laughs> uh, Alabama congressman has managed to pass an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act out of committee aimed at moving surplus Army pistols to the public. In a statement from his office, U.S. Representative Mike Rogers, Republican that represents Aniston area in Congress, announced his amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act has moved out of the House Armed Services Committee and is headed to the floor. Measures designed to speed up the now two-year saga of transferring a stockpile of surplus 1911s from handguns from Aniston Army Depot to the Civilian Marksmanship Program. Uh, for those that are not familiar with the Civilian Marksmanship Program, this is a program that promotes firearm safety. This is a federally sponsored program. You have uh, to it, qualify. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to go in and use a firearm in a in a match sponsored by the CMP with a organization that is CMP cleared. Right. You know, it's... it's, it's Accreditation. It's, yep. And then you have to show some proficiency, and then you get a deep, and when I say deep... I mean a deep discount on the acquisition of that item. Oh, yeah. Listen, I would say that uh, across the, the market today, if you found a World War II, a Korea, even a Vietnam era, I don't even think they were made as late as Vietnam, so it would be World War II and Korea era of 1911s, and those are going to be made by Colt. You're going to have them in there made by Ithaca. You're going to have the Singers. You're going to have you're going to have a little bit of everything in there. Right. And you have and Remington Rand. Remington yeah. Rand. Yeah. And there very well may be. Yeah. Some of those rather collectible in there. And the thing about the CMB program is you, you get the next one in the list. Yeah. If if you, you're not, they don't get to go, no, no, you don't get that one. Right. Uh, we're going to, that one's too valuable. Right. We're going to keep, no, it's, it's, that's a Singer sewing machine, 1911. Uh, well, Bob gets that one because he was the next guy right. on the list. The the most the most they will do is they'll they'll give them a, a give them a grade they'll have the rack grade shooter grade and like um uh, you know they don't really have presentation grade you'll get a hand pick yeah they got like very good grade you know that's 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 about it. I forget what the what all of their grades are but th- that's it and then they just put them in line and you're exactly right you might get one that uh, spent some time on the ocean floor before it was recovered and they put it back in the inventory yeah, and no they're it, all serviceable oh yes yeah they're yeah, all serviceable yeah. they they've well, all say gone. how long on the ocean floor. Which was, which was just, just, just was, an hour or two. Which was just while he was running from the <laughs> landing craft to the beach. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, get, I got you. Yeah. He, he, he tripped. tripped. And he, he was not really on the water very long. <laughs> True. Because he believes in Jesus. Yeah, he was a lot. <laughs> he was moving. A lot of running, a lot moving of that. Moving like he meant it. Anyways, you know. <laughs> Boy, that water's hot. Um, and yeah, but you'll get some. You'll get some service grades, rack grades, and shooter grades. I think they have, and you might get your, your number three singer. You know? Good, uh, but. The really great part is that those all meet the requirements to shoot wild bunch matches. So if you want to be a cowboy shooter, yeah. but you want to use a semi-auto, those particular series of 1911s qualify to be used in the wild bunch match. Yes. Yeah. And it's got to be a spur hammer. Yeah. Again, just to, to continue with some, it, you've got to... I'm good. On on the market today, you'd probably find a, a good Colt uh, you know, with a decent uh, grade on it. It's probably still in the seven eight hundred dollar range. Easily, uh, if you found something you know more exotic, maybe an Ithaca goes up a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks more. You get Remington Rand or into Singer. Uh, you you start you doubling the price. Can, Singers yeah. are the most desirable yeah. one. You There's can, only you can like get, five thousand. You can get a made. three four five thousand dollar pistol. Correct. You know by accident. Yeah, these but guns. The other great thing you can do is that I'd like I'd like some magazines 
Yeah, we only sell yeah. them in lots of 100. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, they're 40 bucks. <laughs> these these guns will sell, and I'm guessing here, don't hold me to it. I'm not going to pay it if, it if it comes out. On the basic grade, it's going to be three, 400 bucks. On the on the most expensive grade, it's going to be five or 600. It's that's probably going to be, be less yeah. than that. Yeah. If you're a CMP member, it's probably going to be less. Oh than yeah, that. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and folks, that's it for the first hour. We uh, we've got uh, we've got more show planned for you. Again, we'll have a Craig Deleuze Firearms Policy Coalition. We'll be joining up with this next hour. Major Bill will be back with us, and we've got uh, just a bunch of more stories to get to. So so stick around. We've got uh, a lot more show to go over with you. Please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. We'll see you next hour. the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check Check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max Law Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max Law Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max Law Orlando. Gun problems? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. 
It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'm your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago, deputy chief cook and bottle washer. What else? We forget anything? Is that it? I think that's it. That's it for this week. That's it for this week. All right. Uh, let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow patriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Hey, on my... On, Jamming out to that, oh, I'm huh? sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was, I got all, I got to go into the music and forgot about letting you talk. I, just, um, uh, I actually wanted to talk to you about, um, that's true. The whole, for those that uh, haven't heard us to tell the story before, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone, 100% true. Yes. 100% true. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, uh my daughter took Earl to show and tell one day as the great, 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 great grandson of, of Daniel Boone. And the kids loved it. It was, it was, a, it was a blast. They all asked all sorts of crazy questions. And then I sat in the back and was like, this is really cool. And Earl was doing a wonderful job with it up there too. And yeah, you want to watch him get mad though. Give him a coon skin cap and ask him to wear it. <laughs> He'll break a piece of you off and beat you with it. Uh, and Earl, we're there. Why, yes. why didn't uh, your great, 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 great grandfather wear a coonskin cap like he did on a Disney TV show? Yeah, I'll say that Disney, was Daniel Disney, Boone, by the way. Disney did that. Um, oh, Dave, Davy Crockett, rather. Oh, all right. Sorry. He, uh, Sam Bowie. No? I don't know right. about him, but uh, <laughs> he moved around at night a lot. And you're not going to wear a food source of a great horned <laughs> owl on your head. Yeah. And also a wide-brimmed felt hat protected him from the weather a lot better. Right. Right. Yeah. So it was nice for TV, nice oh, for yeah. the movies, oh, yeah. and, uh, and that's the thing too is you know Fess Parker was like what six five. Yeah. And Daniel Boone was like five two. Yeah. Yeah. So. He got around now. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> there, I got a bunch of relatives. Yeah. Uh, on my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, Mister Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. I bring up the uh, the great 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 issue because I was actually doing some. Uh, genealogy research this week yeah you got hooked uh, yeah well it's you listen i've always kind of been hooked and it's a it's, it's easy to do now on that certain website that's not that's not sponsoring <laughs> us so we're not giving their name yeah uh-huh, um uh-huh. the uh the, you, you found a few leaves I've, I've got plenty of leads i'm back uh i'm back to about the 18 uh 1820s 1830s back that far i'm, I'm really and again i'm using this from my uh my daughter's standpoint she's the uh, she's the baseline trying to get back to show her a link as far back in american history as i can so and it looks like it's going to have to be on the wife's side because <laughs> on, on on my side, uh, you know, we were uh, we were we were from a another continent, uh, you know, east of of the American continent. They're all all my relatives are from Europe, so and, and all about the same period within about 20 years, you know, all all from the three three different countries right over there. But uh, my wife's they, they look like they were everywhere. They were all over. The Northeast. They went to Canada at one point, and they, they look like they're Americans. Then they were Canadians. Then they were Americans again. So, <laughs> like they said, what's going on down south? No, we're not sticking around yeah, for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, like the, you know, typical snowbirds. Yeah, huh? exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
know. Hey, everybody asked me what the Civil War was like, and I said, I don't know. I was in China. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kevin, we we do have a story we want to try and get to here during the first segment. This is uh, from the Supreme Court. Let's the ruling stand protecting Second Amendment rights following non-serious misdemeanors. Now, we talked about this. Six months ago or so, I guess when it when it yeah, first when came it out. First came when it first got presented. This is uh, the 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 Binderup Binderup versus the U.S. Attorney General. Uh, and did you do you recall the particulars on on this one? Uh, this he, is this is a this is he, a case. He got arrested for sexual consensual sexual relationship with a 17 year old, and we would call this uh, Romeo Juliet now. Yes, yeah, this was in yeah. 1996. Right. Uh, he yeah, this out. is when he was like 19. Yeah, yeah he, yeah. he um, you know, I, w- I would never present something like that where, you know, it turns out they got married, they had three children, they're right. still married. They yeah. Kind of, they, yeah. This could leave, leave that kind of part out. But yeah, but yeah he, he's over 18. She's under 18, uh, which is now covered by most Romeo and Juliet laws. Yeah, this wasn't some 50-year-old pervert no, on a no. if, 12-year-old well, if, girl. If this wasn't anything like that. he was 50 in 1996, yeah, um, yeah he's getting on in years. Yeah, right. Uh, he could have received... Over one year in jail, but he pled out to probation and got a three hundred dollar fine. Probably because she wouldn't testify against him. Yeah, yeah. Which which happens. Right. Uh, but that particular statute and the way it's written blocked his firearms possession, and so he sued uh, for the reinstatement of his Second Amendment rights through through this lawsuit. Right. And. Uh, that's how we got there. Yeah, and th- you know, this is an issue with... Now, in Milwaukee, he's done. <laughs> yeah, he's a career criminal. He's a career criminal. We're going to issue him a gun. Yeah. Uh, the, this is an issue in many places. You ha- you'll have... Uh, we, Kevin, you've dealt with this many times in, uh, in the state of Florida, uh, the DUI conviction. You know, they, they have the DUI conviction. Well, now the, the state will not... And it's, it's a little weird, and correct me if I step wrong here. You're allowed to own the firearm, but you're not allowed to purchase one. Because you can't pass the background check because if you have a DUI conviction, that means you have an alcohol problem and that would be in violation of the 4473. You'd have to lie on that to get it. If the sentence you received in your DUI required you to undergo an evaluation and any recommended treatment and you had the evaluation that said you had a problem with alcohol and I've never seen them say you don't have a problem with alcohol because the guys that do the evaluations get paid to give the treatment. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it just turns out. Yeah. That every way. DUI conviction is pretty much you have a problem with alcohol, take the treatment, and that's part mm-hmm. of the, that's part of the penalties from the court. Right. So you now go into the treatment, but once you finish the treatment, there's no more restrictions on it. Um, but you have to have undergone the evaluation and and followed up with any treatment recommended. Right. You can do that, and once you've done that, then you're you're back to being able to complete successfully the 4473 because you no longer have that restriction on you. Well, and we've talked about this also with uh, Florida, and this is with, with many other states too, uh, that that do their own checks rather than send it off to Nick's. That the state elects to do it. There'll be a tickler that basically puts a moratorium. That's it on your ability to purchase a new firearm from a dealer during the period of time while either you're on a probation. And, and that's usually the one-year probation you receive in a DUI case, or three years after uh, release from supervision. Right. That's what they throw on there. So your DUI charge that you may have got, and you you did you know you finished all your requirements in six months. They probably released you from probation early at the six-month mark if you did everything you were supposed to do. 
then for three years, the state will say, no, no, you have an alcohol problem. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, exactly. Well, that's what this is. This is this is getting to the root of the problem is you had a misdemeanor conviction, whether you, you know, it was uh, 30 in, years ago or five years ago. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it might have been a... a, a uh, a shoplifting, a battery, you know, a, a battery charge, uh, you know, you got in a fight, but that's it. Now this says, no, that you can't hold that against him when prior. It's not a violent career felony. He's not a violent felon. So. It's not a felony conviction, even though if you could have been sentenced to a felony, it's not a felony conviction. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We get back, we'll have Major Bill with us. Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. 
When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, don't forget, coming up September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. That's September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. It's the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Gun Rights Policy Conference. Come meet national gun rights leaders and your fellow grassroots activists at the 32nd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference in Dallas, Texas. It's September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. It's your once-a-year chance to network, get an insider look, and plan pro-gun rights strategies for the coming year. This is this is Mr. Uh, Alan Gottlieb, the the bow tie gun guy. And that's listen, I'm not I'm not poking fun. That's his uh, that's his Twitter handle. That's, oh yeah, uh, the, yeah. The bow tie gun guy. So and, and he, it's an he, accurate description. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he wears the bow tie yeah. to go with it and a gun. Yeah, 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 he does. <laughs> so you could come on out, uh, meet him, meet all the other guest speakers that are that are still being finalized. But trust me, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great year. It's gonna be a, a great conference, and this is some place where you can come and you can sit and you can. Be part of the process. There's people here that make the policies. There's people from all the grassroots organizations around the country that will be there with your input, taking everything back and, and comparing notes to strengthen our gun rights at the, the local, state, and federal level. So uh, we will also be joined there by our next guest. Uh, he'll, he'll be with us at the program or at the conference. It'll be uh, Major Bill. Major Bill, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing today? We're we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. I I, I see you've got some um, informative, educational stories to talk to us about today. And as always, we look forward to them. And I'm standing at my computer. I'm ready to go. Just uh, just tell me where to take me, sir. Well, it's uh, let's jump on uh, Google Earth, and we're not going to go far. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, one of the little segments, of course, I like to bring up every once in a while is the far duh stories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, everybody who's listening uh, around the world and around the country, if you get on Google Earth and let's go to Palm Bay, Florida, not far up the road from us, but uh, there is a church in Fletcher, North Carolina, uh, the Cal, uh, Cal that is currently without a pastor because their pastor was arrested for a road rage incident uh, on the highway by the, the Great Florida Highway Patrol. Uh, it seems that uh, William Ryan Adams was arrested 
during a road rate incident outside of Palm, uh, Palm City. And it was for pulling a gun on uh, two of the gentlemen. Now, the news story says that uh, Father Adams, <laughs> who was driving his red Chevrolet Corvette, uh, was northbound and got into an incident with two of the gentlemen in a pickup truck where he allegedly uh, flashed a gun at them. Uh, and this was in response to them uh, attempting to cut him off and were yelling at him and threw a soda bottle at him, which is always the proper response when somebody does that is to pull a gun out and, uh, and point it at them. So let me make sure I'm tracking so far. We have got the... Oh, okay, go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. This is a pastor or a priest? Well, he's the, the pastor of the church. He is a, an Episcopal priest. He's an Episcopal priest. Episcopal okay. priest, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he's wearing a collar. So, Catholic wearing a, light. Wearing a collar. Yeah, okay. the, yeah exactly. We're, so. Wearing a collar, uh, right. driving a Chevy Corvette. Mm-hmm. Now, because that's, uh, he got a bonus and the church gives Corvettes <laughs> to their ministers? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you save enough souls, you get a free car. I don't know. I never knew a I never knew a priest or a pastor that had a Corvette. But. It doesn't work like that, but yet, uh, okay. I'm, I mean, the Pope. I'm, I mean, he's got I'm one. Following but, you, know, he's but, the Pope. Well, he's got a special car. Yeah, he's got yeah. a Pope mobile. Yeah, with right, the bubble keep, on top. Keep going, Bill. I'm, I'm, I'm. So, uh, you know, allegedly they get they have a uh, you know a little verbal altercation uh, when these two gentlemen in their pickup truck, uh, you know, roll down the window and whatever happened between them going up the highway, uh, and some words were exchanged and they threw a soda bottle a soda bottle at them with. Whether it was glass or whether it was was uh, plastic, regardless, you don't throw something at the at you know seventy miles an hour on the highway. But do that as it may. Not at his vet, um, you know. Come on. Well, no, yeah, not, <laughs> not at the vet. If anything, <laughs> you know, I mean, we don't know if it's a DO six, it's a Stingray. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me launch a well, hopefully 16 ounce glass Coke bottle at somebody's Chrysler and let's see how they react. Oh, listen, it. clearly this yeah. is this is going to do some damage to the vehicle, whether it hits or whether just the soda you know lands on your paint job or whatever. This is it's clearly a, but, a butthead you know, move. You but know, you know, I, while that may be throwing a missile, it is still a crime. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah. that the likelihood of it being repetitive. <laughs> yeah. So that you're going to get, you know what? They they threw one bottle at me. I thought they were going to throw another, so I opened fire. I saw nah, it, I saw in the launcher be, he had three more bottles to go. It's going to yeah. be hard. <laughs> it's going to be hard to sell that one. Yeah. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm thinking like that's it, a you know, the, single event, and the hostilities had terminated with the expenditure of the single bottle yeah. they had to throw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that so far. So. Say he uh, produces a handgun allegedly, uh, and and points it at him. Well, what do they do? Uh, well, they call the police. Uh, he gets pulled over by uh, the Florida Highway Patrol. Uh, they conduct their investigation. During the investigation, he tells them that uh, I never pointed uh, a gun at them uh, or my gun at them. Uh, by the way, I, I do have a gun underneath my front passenger seat, and the magazine is in the uh, in the glove box. Uh, I never pointed it at him. Yeah. Uh, Just happens to be over there unassembled because so, I saw you coming. So he didn't listen to me that says never talk to the police. Yeah. Never talk to well, the police. Yeah. Well, he doesn't listen to the show. You know, it's, oh. we, we can't have everybody talking to you. Okay? Yes, because then like you'd you never earlier, get them. We can't yep. ever have everybody say that they want speedy trial. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, right. haven't, so. haven't, uh, haven't I said, uh, you know, confession's good for the soul? This is what the priest was doing. Yes, yeah. He was confessing to the trooper. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, we set them in the back of the patrol car, mm. and put, we put the, the screen up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm glad we saw the flight ascend. It's yeah. been 20 minutes since I pointed my gun at somebody. Real Hail Marys and to our fathers. Yeah. To our fathers. In six months. So, yeah, so he was arrested and charged with two counts of uh, aggravated assault with a, with a firearm. So that's, you know, one of our... Our Florida stories. Florida stories. Okay. All right. We got. I have a great defense for that too. Yeah, it was Florida. No, I would never have pointed a gun from the inside of this vet, Your Honor. Do you realize what it would have done to my car if I'd have fired it? Yeah. yeah and the <laughs> judge would have gone, "Okay, I'm gonna have to test drive the car to prove." I know that's true. I'm mad because he damaged my vet. Why would I want to damage my vet more? You yeah. know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that as it may. He, we, uh, we got about three minutes left on this last one here that uh, we, we, I want to let well, you get to here. Last one, I'll, I'll make this one quick because, you know, there's really no excuse for this, especially during the summer. We, we always talk about, you know, don't leave your pets in the car. Uh, don't leave your rugrats in the car. Don't leave your kids in the car. Uh, when you're going to go gambling, buy drugs, go shopping or anything like that. Right. right. Uh, but this uh, groceries, groceries too. person yeah. did not did not heed that advice, Miss Colleen Walker. Uh, went shopping last week and left her five-year-old son in the car. Now, she wasn't totally crass. Uh, she did care about the child, so she did crack the driver's side window a little bit. Oh, more. well, all right. You know, that way when yeah, the kid's so, smoking, they can get out, you know. It's, it doesn't have exactly. to be in there with the smoke the whole time. And to be honest, what she said, I was only in there for 30 minutes. How hot could it be? <laughs> That's it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it came out, they, they rescued the child. The child's fine for everybody out there who... Uh, wants to know right but they did they did measure the temperature inside the car and it was at a a nice 107 okay 107 yep. degrees fahrenheit right right uh and she was arrested for uh, child neglect right now here's where the florida comes in yeah uh, she's on her way down to booking she's in the back of the patrol car and uh she makes a complaint do you want to guess what her complaint is oh 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 i know that a priest ooh, and a ooh. corvette pointed a gun at her <laughs> <laughs> Close. Oh, not no. Her complaint was, officer, uh, it's awfully hot in the back of this patrol car. <laughs> Did you turn the AC up? I'd have parked that car in the middle of the parking deck on the roof of the airport and gone to get a soda. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah. long as you don't throw that soda bottle yeah, at it. the Corvette. You're okay. I, I do have to tell you, as a matter of procedure and policy, if you do find a, a car with a five-year-old uh, child in it and, and there's heat, you get the child out as quickly as possible. And that usually takes the breaking of seven or eight windows. And the uh, jaws of life yeah, to cut yeah, off the, the roof. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. see how the priest yeah. likes his Corvette if now. The fire yeah. department can vent a house. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that, I think, you know, why can't the common citizen, you're, you're concerned about that, that poor child in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to break all the windows on the opposite side of the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First. Yeah, or and then the other side happens. to vent it. Oh, no, I've already had the child unlock the door and get out. <laughs> I'm just, you know, just making sure it doesn't happen again, you know. <laughs> and you guys ask why I keep a rescue saw in the back of my truck <laughs> for just yeah. that reason. Bill, thank you for joining us, uh, and please be safe down there, sir. I appreciate it, guys. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your best, wear your seatbelt, and check your sticks. Always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. 
cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Jason E. Dorr died July 8, 2007, serving Dorr in Operation Iraqi Freedom. Dorr, 25, of Moscow, Maine, was assigned to 2nd Battalion, 5th Cavalry Regiment, 1st Brigade Combat Team, 1st Cavalry Division, Fort Hood, Texas. He was killed in action in Baghdad of wounds sustained from an improvised explosive device. Specialist Dorr was eight months into his first tour of duty in Iraq when he was killed. He joined the Army in 2005, attended Upper Kennebec Valley High School in Bingham before graduating from the Job Corps in Bangor. While growing up in the Moscow area, he enjoyed being outdoors and fishing at Hunter's Pond in Bingham, according to family. He was just a great kid. He was extremely proud of his service, family said. Army Specialist Jason E. Dorr, you are not forgotten. If you've got a legal issue or a legal question, feel free to give me a call, 407-480-2179, and we will do what we can to figure out how to sort it out. Kevin, thank you for sponsoring the segment again. Folks, if you, if you know anyone you'd like to hear on Fallen Hero, whether it's a 
family member, friend, relative, somebody you read about, somebody you saw in the newspaper and uh, in the movies, just uh, just hit us up at armsroomradio.com. There's a hundred ways to get a hold of us there and uh, get us uh, you know get us a name, get us a little bit of information. We'll do the rest of the research and we'll be uh, be honored to make the segment about them for the day. So uh, so make sure you check us out there, armsroomradio.com. Hey, on the line with us we have uh, well we don't oh no he's okay he didn't he didn't call. Oh, no. no, that's all right. That's all right. That's okay. We got we got backup stories ready to go. <laughs> we we're, we're ready to go. I thought he was there with us. Uh, Kevin, I, I blame to... the NSA. I think oh, they got the NSA. You. They got they got to Craig <laughs> on the NSA. Uh, uh, Donald Trump. We 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 led up to this a couple of times already over the past uh, couple of months. Uh, the VA. We all know that the Veterans Administration was a was a horrendous place for for veterans needing care. For veterans not needing care was a horrendous place. You know, just just well, veterans needing their college benefits, I, veterans I, needing their. I would say that except for perhaps the bubonic plague in <laughs> yeah. Vietnam, the yeah. VA is probably killing more veterans right now than than bullets. Oh yeah, I I, I think I think you're correct. Uh, since taking office January 20th, uh, the Trump administration has fired more than anybody want to guess? Anybody want to guess the number? It's anybody not fair. I've got the piece All of paper right. in front of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, we'd be cheating. All right. 500 employees, more than 500 VA employees since January. Uh, the Department of Veteran Affairs officials have fired more than 500 misbehaving employees since January, according to the data posted online uh, this Friday. Now, if you recall, we've, we gave you updates about this uh, during the last administration, and the story was always, well, they're protected. You know, they're, they're, they're union jobs, they're protected, they, they have uh, uh, their seniority, they're protected, they're, you know, there's, there's no protection uh, against whistleblowers, there's nothing like that. There was nothing in the atmosphere, nothing in the command climate there to take care of and get dismissed these employees that didn't care, that didn't care about the veterans. Well, show up and get their paycheck. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. And I don't, don't care what your problem is, sir. It's not my problem because my problem is getting my, a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, my problem is getting you out of my office so I can go to eat lunch. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock. Uh, well, I go to lunch at 10 and come back at 3. Yeah. Uh, VA Secretary David Shulkin touted his agency's decision to publish its efforts to hold VA employees accountable, uh, unveiling new requirements for updating the public on personal actions. Veterans and taxpayers have a right to know what they're doing to hold our employees accountable and make our personal actions transparent. Posting this information online for all to see and updating it weekly, we will do just that. The VA has removed 526 employees since January 20th, according to the accountability report released this past Friday. Agency officials have demoted another 27 employees and temporarily suspended an additional 194 employees uh, for longer than two weeks. Now, that suspension is just over two weeks. Who knows what the suspensions below that are? The list does not include the employees' names, but does show their positions. Now, I found this one interesting, Kevin. Uh, you tell me, tell me what, what law I'm dealing with here when, when, we, uh, when we're dealing with this issue. In addition to posting the adverse action information, Secretary Shulkin announced that he is requiring approval by a senior official of any monetary settlement with an employee over the amount of $5,000. The VA noted this past Friday, any settlement above this amount will require the personal approval of the undersecretary, assistant secretary, or equivalent senior level official within the organization in which the dispute occurs. And this isn't a dispute with a VA employee? This is, this is upon their dismissal. Um, you're not going to get to throw a ham out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. What yeah, that's yeah. that's what it sounds like to me. All of yeah. all of the things that the last administration said. Listen, we can't we can't just get rid of these people. They have contracts. We can't get rid of these people. They're they're tenured employees. Yeah. It sounds like the current administration went. 
Oh, here's the clause in your contract that says, uh, you yeah, know, you, you failed to perform. Right. Yeah. It's or or better yet, you know what? We're not going to give you a reason. And, yeah. and that's the best reason to fire somebody. But here's a little severance to go home with. It, well, you know, you're fired. Yeah. But what I do wrong? I didn't say you did anything wrong. Yeah. Or you let me go. It's just not working out. Yeah. It's just, but I'm, I'm tenured. Yeah, but it's not working out. I don't need a reason. I just need to have you leave. The uh, prior uh, VA director, and this is somebody that uh, we had hope for. He, was, he had been, a, if I recall, a West Point uh, graduate also. Uh, Robert McDonald was criticized for misrepresenting the number of VA employees fired for their involvement in covering up long delays in the healthcare at the VA. McDonald was caught obscuring those number th- that were disciplined for misconduct on several occasions as his agency suffered scrutiny of the perceived lack of accountability for its employees. Now, I, listen, I don't know. McDonald may have had the intent, but when he got there, the uh, the administration told him, you know, don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about it. You're here, you're here as the cover story. Now, this... We did touch on this story. This is how this relates to what we, we, we told you before when President Trump three weeks ago signed into bill VA employee, excuse me, signed uh, signed two bills uh, that involve firing failing VA employees and protects whistleblowers. Our veterans have fulfilled their duty to this nation, and now we must fulfill our duty to them, President Trump said. Basically, what he did was there was the VA Accountability Act where he gave whistleblower protection to employees of the VA. And, and there should be whistleblower protection, but the, the, what they were running into is a, sub, a superior would give you an order not to discuss it, and then you would discuss it, and they would terminate you for insubordination. Rather than with being a whistleblower. Yeah. Correct. You, you correct. were just insubordinate. Yeah. You, uh, you, but I blew a whistle, yes, and we were doing something about it, but then you talked about it, and that was insubordination because you didn't let us complete our investigation before you decided to be a whistleblower. But you're, you weren't doing anything. Oh, you don't get to decide I'm going to do anything. That made you insubordinate. Yet the signing of the Veterans Affairs Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act of 2017 follows an executive order the president issued in April to create an, an office dedicated to removing failing VA employees and protect whistleblowers. We're here to celebrate an important step toward fixing the VA, said VA Secretary David Shulkin, who opened the bill signing ceremony with those remarks. Uh, they also had U.S. Army Sergeant Michael Verado, who was injured by an improvised explosive device while serving in Afghanistan in 2010 with the 82nd Airborne. He lost two limbs, needed 110 surgeries. Wow. I know, right? Uh, And years of therapy, but the VA was failing him. He had to wait more than 100 days to get his prosthetic leg fixed. It's 100 days. That's three and a half months. That's three and a half months. Uh, Just I'll just sit here. I mean, or or get in my wheelchair and go. I mean, my leg, you know, your prosthetic leg doesn't work. That's just... A load, a load, a, a load of hooey. What service branch was he in? He was in the army. I see a marine would have gone and gotten a job at the prosthetics factory and learned to fix it himself. <laughs> just saying. There you go, Mike. I think the marine just would have uh, got another leg. He just chopped another. Well, like a tree. Yeah, <laughs> he, he just a, chopped the tree down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. just tore it yeah. off. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Go to the VA. Come here. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to use yours. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh, let go! That's not oh, an artificial boy. limb. Yeah, I know oh, it's. I, not. I got some stories about that. Listen, you put in the request and you never get it, and you never get it. And then when you finally need it, I go took the supply sergeants. Well, what are you doing? Well, we're going, to, we're going to war. So you could sit here at your desk without it. I'm taking it. <laughs> but, 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 no, 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 but, 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 but. I'm but sorry. It's just a flask. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we but, need it. When it comes in, you can use it. Uh, Verado, who was present at the bill signing, this is Sergeant Verado, the this disabled army soldier, was present at the bill signing ceremony with his wife said he once had to take a three-hour round trip just so the VA could check whether he still had his combat injuries. 
<laughs> my legs did not grow back. <laughs> oh you know my what? gosh. I, you know, I, I, I laugh, but I've actually had that in the Social Security Administration issue. A guy lost his arm in a work comp accident. Right. I got him Social Security disability because uh, he's a mechanic. He, right. It's hard to be a mechanic with only one arm. Sure. And they said they wanted to, after three years, they said, well, it's been our determination that you, you're, you've recovered from the broken arm. And I mean, it's not broken. It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's probably broken. It's yeah, just, it you know. It was broken in the process of hitting the ceiling of the building. Yeah, broken yeah. off. Yeah, the <laughs> <That's> tire exploded <laughs> on the tire right, changing right. machine and kind of took his arm with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, did it goes back. He's, he's it Deadpool. Did your, your client was but Deadpool. It also yeah. got severed. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Tech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. 
Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Last segment already. Sneaks up every week. Every week we always want more and we, we never get it. We never get it. It's always, uh, we always have too much. We have too much information to put out for you. Uh, we still have a bunch of show to go. Sit back. We want to give you some more. In fact, we have Mr. Craig Deleuze on the line. Here was a, we had a little problem here with the, uh, with the communications issues, but, uh, but he's here. He's a very busy man. We're very happy to have him. Uh, uh, Craig, uh, uh, please welcome back to the program, sir. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Um, Craig, uh, busy, busy stuff going on out there in California and, uh, you know, Oregon and every, every place else on the West coast the past couple of weeks. Uh, what, what can you tell us about, about what's been going on? Well, you know, here in California, we've had a couple of, uh, a couple of, uh, uh, court cases that actually came up kind of interesting. Uh, one of which was a court, uh, actually put a hold on the, uh, standard capacity magazine ban. Uh, judge ruled that basically he put in a temporary injunction until the case was finally decided. So uh, we were kind of worried because it was like a 12th, 11th hour. Uh, it was like a 12, 11th hour uh, stay of execution. Right, right. So folks thought they were going to have to get rid of their magazines. Yeah, and this is again, this is the uh, the 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 30 rounds or the the 10 rounds, the 15 rounds, 12 rounds, depending on what kind of gun you had. These are the standard magazines that were issued right. with each gun. And I think. What's the, what's the year in California? It was 94? Is that is that when it was before the, the assault weapon ban went into effect? Yes, and yes. They, and they were looking at making, overnight, making uh, gun owners uh, criminals. Ship them to me, Craig, and I'll hold them for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll warehouse I am, them. I am quite sure that, that a number of folks have already done that. Yeah. Maybe not to you. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> no, they've done it to me, too. i got a half a warehouse full. <laughs> Um, yeah, at an so undisclosed that was, that location. Was actually, that was actually a very uh, a, a good court decision. Uh, we actually just filed suit against the California Department of Justice. Uh, I'm actually named in that lawsuit because they tried to play a game of hide the regs from us. Right. Uh, basically, because they want to they want to try and write law uh, from the, the from the uh, from the DOJ's office. Okay. I'm like, my attitude is, if you want to write law, run for the legislature. There you go. Uh, so we actually filed suit against the Department of Justice to make sure that they don't do that again. Okay. Okay, um, this is on the assault weapon ban, or this is on? This is on the new bullet button assault weapons oh, ban. yeah, okay. All right, um, talk to us about this, yeah. Okay, so, you know, they have to issue regulations to tell us exactly how someone can be in compliance with the law. Okay. They tried to sneak the first set of regs in, like, right after, like, like the eve of New Year's Eve, on a Friday night before New Year's Eve on Sunday, and they got rejected. Uh, then they tried to submit the same exact regs again uh, with the cover letter. 
and the okay. Office of Administrative Law rejected them again. And so, you know, now we're, we're just – and this whole time, by the way, they've been hiding the regulations because they wouldn't let us read them before they submitted them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can listen. If you want to know what's in the bill, we got to pass it first. Mrs. Exactly. Feinstein. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're saying, no, 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 no. That's not how we roll here. Right. Right. Uh, so what does this mean to people with 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 currently with bullet buttons? This is I mean, because, again, this law went into effect, what, in in, in January, but they've yet to define it. Right. So you still I mean, it's not an assault wave. It, it's legally it is now considered an assault weapon, but it doesn't have to be registered yet. OK. Um, you don't have to make any modifications to it yet. You don't have to decide what you want to do because there are certain modifications you can make in order to make it so that it's not an assault weapon. But until we have the regulations clearly defined, we don't know which of those modifications work. Do you have to make it featureless? Can you do things like add like the uh, the uh, what's called a, a AR mag lock yeah. where you open up and it separates the upper from the lower? What you know? What exactly do you need to do? What works so that you don't have to register it? Uh, that's what we're waiting on. Now, the one thing that is, because in its current configuration it is an assault weapon, you have to be careful because there are certain laws relating to assault weapons that are different. Correct. So you have to be very, very careful about you know transporting, where you can take them, and where you can utilize them. And these are some ridiculous laws. I know uh, we, we've dealt with at the uh, at the old uh, arms room world headquarters and ISIS reception station when we were sending guns to to California. Uh, you know, from our good friends at Keltech, one of the things was the flash hider. It has a flash hider on it, and that flash hider can't be removable. So we had to put some Loctite or, and, some, uh, and some thread lock on the flash hider so it couldn't be turned off with the hand. And that that was sufficient to not make it an assault weapon at that point because now it's not readily removable. Uh, I've tried to remove a flash hider from one of your rifles, <laughs> yeah. and in, without Loctite, you can't take it off of that. Yeah. Well, the, the truth is, is that DOJ, they, they wouldn't know the difference between a flash hider and a muzzle brake. Right. So if they just stopped calling it a flash hider. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, that, that's really, the difference is basically that, that once it is what it's called. Yeah, and you're exactly right. You know, the, the difference between the flash hider, the muzzle brake, or just barrel porting, it all does the same thing. And, you, you know. Craig, obviously, we all know that uh, if I have a muzzle brake on my firearm rather than a flash hider, it keeps me from, you know, shooting up, uh, you know, st- uh, you know, uh, neighborhood malls, you know, because that's the only difference in, in you know, is, or, or the presence of a bayonet lug, because those uh-huh. bayonet lugs, they can just go wild. They can just, you have a collapsible or, or, or stock. Or forward pistol grip, because how else could you shoot it from the hip yeah, yeah. the way all of those terrorists love to do? And, you yeah. know, when you call her your niece instead of your girlfriend, it doesn't change what she is. That's just <laughs> that's just creepy. That's just that is creepy. creepy. That's just creepy. We're gonna kill his mic next time when he does that. That's that's just, <laughs> that's just creepy. All right, well. Not my niece. So, yeah, so. so fun things happening here in California. In Oregon, they actually stuck by the only anti-gun bill outside of the state of California uh, that actually passed. Okay. Uh, was uh, a bill that was actually authored by a Republican, mind you. Yeah. Uh, yeah how does this slip gun through? Violence restraining order bill. Right. A bill that basically made it. Uh, a bill that basically made it so that someone could go and. Uh, Say you're a danger to yourself or others. Yeah, this is the, that ex- right, extreme away. risk protection order. You know, this is the one that yeah. we saw out of California, the one that we saw out of, out of Washington, you know, uh, Washington right. State, and, and evidently Oregon, you know, being in the middle, decided, well, we should have it too. Right. And this one was, though, what made this one really crazy was it was killed twice. 
Right. The idea with they kept reintroducing it into other bills, reintroducing the language in other measures, uh, and, and once again, the whole time it's being pushed. His number one proponent was a Republican member named Senator Brian Boquist. Uh, really, kind of uh, uh, sad, um, and you know, it just goes to show that just because someone is is got an R after their name doesn't mean they're program. Yeah, R could also stand for Rhino. You know, which is Republican yeah. in, in name only. You know, we talked about this one again with with you with there in California. We talked about this one in Washington D.C. And maybe Kevin can help me out with with this one also. Kevin, this is uh, the extreme risk protection order where uh, the, a family member, the you know, police officer, uh, you know, and, and I get with police, you know, it, with they do their investigation and they have cause, but this is the, the the concern here is this is the angry family member that shows up, goes to the judge, and has an ex parte hearing to seize this guy's firearms and his concealed. Weapons permit. And, and what, is, what does that entail? What's an ex parte hearing? Well, an ex parte means that the other person is not notified nor participates in the, in the matter of the hearing, even though they're the subject of the hearing. The risk there is that you completely lose all your due process rights. This would be something that if there was a, there was a consequence, right? So uh, I don't want my sister to take over my parents' estate. So I go report that she's a danger to herself and others. I, I basically have her... Baker acted. I take all the way firearms away from her. Uh, I, I cause all these consternations to her so I can get control of the estate. And then it turns out that I had no basis for that. If there was a consequence to me for that, then that would probably be a better way for that law to be applied. Because if it is real, there really is a danger, there needs to be something done. But if you're just doing it to get a tactical or strategic advantage over someone in your family, in your neighborhood, in your homeowners association that you want to enforce your will on, that's a great way to do it. And without a consequence, there's no repercussions to the person making the claim. Yeah, this is this is a you know extreme yeah. risk, and nobody has a problem uh, you know with taking or temporarily restricting firearms for people at extreme risk. But do it with notification. Do it with at least attempted notification that you can prove to the court and then have due process to get it back when it turns out that, uh, you know, you're either fine or this was nonsense. Because the first thing that comes to my mind is the, is the whole the divorce child custody issues. Yep. And, you know, and, and trying to gain that upper hand. And, and if it turns out that there was no good faith basis for that having been brought in the first place. There's a consequence to the yeah. to the false reporting. Yeah, exactly right. But what but what winds up happening is is what what constitutes good faith? Who determines whether or not what someone said is it represents good faith or not? I mean, if someone I, I will. basically yeah. I mean, that, that's the challenge. Yeah, yeah, you will exactly. <laughs> I, exactly I completely right. trust you, <laughs> Craig. Thank thank you for joining us uh, this week again. I know a busy a busy week for you. Thank you for joining us. Please follow Craig at uh, Firearms Policy. Dot org. It's firearmspolicy.org. Uh, folks, uh, it's been a great week. Thank you for, for coming. Thank you for Major Bill for joining us. Uh, hey, check us out. Go to armsroomradio.com. You can, you can see everything. You can learn everything. You can, you can get links to all of our people and friends. Please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10%. 